Welcome to the first Pop Goes the Culture box office report for Thursday, April the 26th. We are at the Thursday home of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. We're at the Alamo Draft House here in Springfield, Missouri. As always, I am Joey Mills with GeekDad.com, and I am joined by Jennifer Johnmeyer. And what are you the creative manager, creative director? What do you do exactly? Uh, I like to think I'm the creative director, but they tell me I'm the creative manager. Is there a difference between managing and directing the creativity? No, no. <laughs> okay, it's, it's all it's all the things, all, all right. the things creative related. Okay, all right, and we've spoken a little bit uh, before, but just as a bit of background, you grew up in movie theaters, literally, yeah. <laughs> almost. Yes, so my dad uh, bought a small-town movie theater when I was seven, so I was a part of that whole process of renovation. Um, I grew up cleaning theaters for Jolly Rancher pay, <laughs> and a lot of child labor that I probably shouldn't talk about. Um, I think but there's yeah, a statute of limitations on right, that. We're yeah, okay to like, talk about it now. Yeah, I think it's okay. I, my therapist tells me it's okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the, the grunt work of movie theaters and then ended up managing uh, when I grew up. And so having um, coming here to the Alamo was like, this is what I wanted my theater to be when it grew up. Right. And so it's, it's great to be at a place that, you know, the owners love movies. We cater to people who love movies and we just want it to we genuinely want it to be a great experience right for absolutely. everyone so. and so folks uh, that are listening to our podcast and they're hearing your voice for the first time they're going to get to know you over the coming weeks but so sorry I will, about that that's okay so, that's all right so uh, <laughs> what we will do is uh, i will lead in every week with a chance for people to get to know you a little better and this week uh, the question i'll ask is this Recently, I think last week, we talked about how Steven Spielberg is the first director whose movies have made, have grossed more than $10 billion. Yes. The number, there's a few guys tied for second place, right around $6 billion. Um, but Steven Spielberg is far and away uh, uh, beyond the rest of them as far as uh, box office gross. So I'm going to ask you, as a way to get to know you, what is your favorite <laughs> Steven Spielberg film? Well, I think I have to go nostalgia here uh, and go straight to E.T. Okay. And I think because I was I was seven, I think, when it came out, and big fan of early Drew Barrymore, so I anything related to her. And then that's when I first found out about Reese's Pieces. So <laughs> right. all of that's tied up in my heart and my head, and that's just the iconic Steven Spielberg like classic movie that's the, that's what I go to every time very good all right so we'll ask a different question each week and if we have other folks join us why then we'll give them an opportunity as well to uh, yes. jump in and answer those questions so we will move quickly into the headlines uh, for box office uh, report from the last week or so last weekend a quiet place regained the top spot uh, Rampage in its debut week took the number one spot, but then in its second week of release, uh, which was the third week of release for A Quiet Place, they flip-flopped. A Quiet Place is back on top. Uh, really, there's two stories there. Number one, how well A Quiet Place has done um, for a low-budget horror flick. It is Not only is it getting the, the, the money, but it's getting the critical response as well. Folks absolutely love A Quiet Place, those that have seen it. Um, and the second story, I guess, would be possibly how Rampage has maybe underperformed, especially for a movie starring The Rock, uh, a yes. heavy CG feature monster movie, so to speak, you know, from the video game. Um, have you seen either of these? Have you seen both of these? What are your thoughts kind of on 
Well, I'll tell you, um, I've seen A Quiet Place, and I I was excited to see A Quiet Place because it was John Krasinski. Right. And, um, it, you know, the, the trailers were intriguing, to say the least. I had no idea how quiet A Quiet <laughs> Place was. We even came up with a drop menu and just pulled our quietest foods. So no popcorn, even, no yeah, <laughs> nothing loud. Yeah, nothing with a utensil. Nothing crunchy. Uh, stick with a pretzel, or better yet, don't eat and don't move. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was that was the I think it was the quiet that was so gripping. I mean, the story was good. The story was good. Um, it was just you you don't realize how tense you are watching that movie until it's over, and, and then, then you, you kind of feel the release. You gripped the seats the whole time, right. and, and so it was a new kind of thriller to me in that fashion. Um, Rampage, the marketing, the marketing on that one I thought oh, was great. It so felt good. very much like the first Cloverfield movie like yes. ten years ago, where you didn't have any idea. You, you knew what the title was, and even, I think, Cloverfield, you didn't even know that, but you kind of, you got the title, and you saw the faces, and that was about it. The marketing on yeah. it was spectacular, I and thought. And just tons of, you know, all these big-name stars were tweeting about how great it was, but nobody was saying what was happening with yeah. the movie. So I had no idea what, you know, I had this, and it was built up in my mind a lot, um, but it ended up being somehow completely different than mm -hmm. anything I would have guessed. And I still can, you know, I get why nobody said anything about it, because you can't really explain it. Yeah. You have to see it. Um, Rampage, though. Uh, I don't want to see Rampage. <laughs> and you and me both. Yeah, and here's the thing. Um, I used to play the game with my son right. when he was little. And by that, I mean it was one of the only games I wanted to play because it's just destruction. You just beat you on a don't building. Even, yeah. you, know, you don't realize what kind of rage issues you have until <laughs> you're playing a video game. And I would just like go to town on these buildings and just kill these people and and that was the fun. The fun is not thinking about just watching that happen on the big screen. And right. I know The Rock is m beloved by all the people, and he's great. But I, that didn't. It wasn't enough for no. me. No, the uh, the people's champion has been dethroned <laughs> this yes. week. Uh, in third place, uh, we had I Feel Pretty in its uh, debut week with Amy Schumer, and Super Troopers 2 came in in second place. So those are kind of, you know, you have, it's, it's funny looking at the top five this week because uh, Truth or Dare rounded out the top five. So you've got two kind of the low-budget horror films. Uh, one is decidedly more upscale. One is more of the... That CW young, you know, older teen, young twenties feel, and oh then you've yeah. got a couple of adult comedies, and then you've got you know, The Rock doing his thing in there. But uh, it's kind of an odd ma mix mash of, of films in the top five this this week. Yes, and that to me is that's the epitome of April yeah. in in movie theaters. We're just uh, there's a couple of months that are always struggles, April and September, yeah. and so to me it, it's. April's been remarkably successful mm -hmm. considering, you know, the history of the month. And then Avengers moving up, of course, will help round it out. But, oh, yeah. Um, you know, as far as I saw Super Troopers 2 at AlamoCon this year uh -huh. and wasn't that excited about it. And I think it's because I was thinking of Anchorman <laughs> and how there was that big, like, 10 years between yeah. Anchorman and the sequel. And, and it it, it, the buildup was such that the letdown was even more right. crushing. So I was like, ah, I don't, I'd rather just remember it the how it was, one. the good times, right. you know, the way it was in my mind. And I was pleasantly surprised. They somehow made it. They kept it light. They didn't try to, you know, they didn't take themselves too seriously at all. They remembered what made them great to start with, and right. they maintained that tone. 
So I recommend that anybody who even remotely likes to laugh and not think should see Super Troopers. What about Amy Schumer? Do you, she she seems like she's not breaking out maybe as much as it was expected that she would. I mean, she's having she, her her movies have struggled. They've not bombed. She hasn't had just flops, but she hasn't had just that breakout yeah. movie or that breakout role yet. It's too bad in a way. I think that um, what happened to her was she maybe got a little political in her comedy and that for whatever reason worked against her. It's worked for so many other people, but it really, and now there's this Amy Schumer backlash. And it's a shame kind of because, you know, I look at, uh, I feel pretty and I think about um, Shallow Hal. Mm -hmm. And that totally worked for Jack Black and it was a great message about seeing inner beauty and and this and this time that you know it's the year of the woman right. and empowerment and for whatever reason you have a funny woman taking on this subject that if we're honest that's we all struggle with and she's getting hounded for it and it makes me I haven't seen it I'm not going to admit that I'm a, you know I'm a right. huge fan or or but I'm not an anti fan either and I think she deserves a chance and she can carry a movie so yeah that's where I am on on that one very good uh this week we also got our first full-length trailer for the Venom film that's coming out in October on October 5th yes. uh, featuring Tom Hardy who's great in everything he's been in I know uh We finally got a a real trailer because that first thing they gave us (laughs) that they called a trailer wasn't so much. Yeah, that's not even a teaser hardly. Uh, You've seen the trailer? Yes. And what are your thoughts? I'm excited. Uh, I I get super, I can't even, I'm almost too excited for words anytime any Marvel anything is brought up. And I just remember, you know, I remember teaching my son about all the characters and he got a Venom mask. And he would just wear it all the time. Yeah. And he would always want to talk to people on, uh, you know, on FaceTime and on <laughs> Skype and just casually be wearing that <laughs> and holding a wine glass of milk or whatever. <laughs> and so when I think of Venom, you know, it's another Because Venom has to relax, thing. too, right, you, know. you know. Venom's just, uh, we're all people deep down, and we all have feelings. And, yeah, so it's a, another thing that's tied up in that nostalgia factor. But I am geeked out excited for, for Venom. Very good. And, and is that playing is it attached to anything that are you aware of this weekend here yeah I believe it, we'll maybe be it, maybe it a big yes, it's, a big it's film coming. maybe yes all righty uh, attendees at CinemaCon this week uh, were treated to a few things uh, they saw the first footage from the Halloween I'm not sure what to call this a remake a reboot a sequel whatever it is uh, that's reteaming Jamie Lee Curtis uh, I think that it's, it's been a long time coming, and we've done these before. I think we did one after 20 years, mm-hmm. and then now yes. we're doing the 40 years. So um, oh, there's some trepidation, but the footage that was seen, and again, you can only take this with a grain of salt because it's just limited footage that was put together for to, to fire people up, and we know yes. how trailers can do that sometimes. But um, th- the word is that Jamie Lee Curtis uh, kind of evokes uh, Linda Hamilton from Terminator 2, kind of that she's been preparing yes. for this. She's been, you know, waiting, training uh, for this moment. And they're saying that from the footage that was shown, there are some legitimate, you know, jump scary. You know, it it has the feeling of the original Halloween movie, whereas maybe some since Halloween 2, we haven't really felt that in a lot of these other uh, peripheral projects, reboots, remakes, yeah, sequels, yep, whatever yep. they might have been. What are your thoughts? Do you have uh, thoughts about the new Halloween, the old man Halloween film? I think that it's going to do very well. Um, I think that there's just, 
you know, any anything Halloween that comes out in October, right. I feel, is is automatically set to perform well. Um, even it last year came out in September, right. but still carried through. People want to be scared. Uh, and then Halloween kind of kicks off the whole holiday season. So people are ready to jump into that mindset. And, and then Jamie Lee Curtis coming back and... and but I mean, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna sell. I'm not a big fan of all of those franchise type horror movies. Right. But even I would totally pay money to see that. Yeah, and Halloween was kind of the the first one that kicked off that whole you yes. know slow stalking yeah. Halloween. You know, like you're probably thing. gonna trip and fall down. Oh no yeah. How good Jamie you B. Are Curtis running. is going yeah. to fall no matter how much <laughs> training she's done, no matter how many yogurts she eats, she right. will fall at some point. Tibia so. can only take you so far and. <laughs> And yeah, I, I trip just walking, so I get it. I mean, yeah. but yeah, I'm excited. Uh, let's see, in box office news also this week, Warner Brothers has confirmed that Wonder Woman 2 is going to be set in the 1980s. Yes. Uh, so that will be colorful, if nothing else. Yes, it <laughs> There will. will be a lot of shoulder pads in that one. Um, Gal Gadot is going to return as Diana, as Wonder Woman, and Kristen Wiig has been cast as the villainous Cheetah. They've not come out and told us whether this is going to be full-on costumed yeah. villain yes. or if it's going to be more like Anne Hathaway as Catwoman where right. there's just a hint of this character. Yes. Um, I don't know. I, Kristen Wiig has done well when she's had some of those smaller dramatic side roles. Like yes. in The Martian, she, I thought she was great. Yeah. I don't particularly care for her when she's trying to do the comedic thing because her comedy is not – it doesn't – Appeal to me. Very, <laughs> it's, it's very, it's very niche. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, what are your thoughts about uh, Kristen Wiig or the setting or anything related to Wonder Woman two? Oh, I have so many thoughts. So <laughs> even though I'm a Team Marvel all the way, I grew up uh, dressing up as Wonder Woman in the '80s in the underoos, and wish I wish they would bring those back for adults. <laughs> yeah. um, just to you know, wear over my clothes. I don't even care. But uh, so you know, again, I just on a personal level I'm geeked out about it because it's it's set in the time that I grew up as a Wonder Woman fan there weren't a lot of strong female characters in the superhero realm and so it was her it was Wonder Woman or you know I guess you could go the other way and go Catwoman but so I'm very excited about that um, and I'm really intrigued at the thought of Kristen Wiig maybe having to go outside of her range outside yeah. of what she you know that that niche that she's perfected I guess for lack of a better word or doesn't stray from so I kind of hope she goes full-on full costume all the way and I would love to me this would be a great opportunity for her to show that she is more than that one character yeah and if you're going to go with the 80s and you're going to go with those costumes anyway that costume designer might as well just go full fledged. exactly so I'm going to ask you a question that popped up on my social on my personal social media feed today um and I can't talk to it for a couple of reasons. Um, first of all, I have no hair. And you've got short hair, so this may or right. may not help. Uh, but there has been someone had put together an article about how they were frustrated that the Marvel women never pull their hair back when they're in an action sequence because Super they felt like they would be spitting hair out. They said they, this person said they can't run the treadmill without getting hair in their mouth unless they pull it back. Mm-hmm. The flip side, on the DC side, we didn't have that oh, she's serious moment until Wonder Woman took down the scrunchie and let her hair down when she was doing, going across the, the no man's yeah. land scene. So when it comes time to handling business, 
do you pull the hair back or do you let it down? You pull the hair back. I don't care about the symbolism. I mean, I have short hair, but I still pin it to the sides of my head when I'm working out. Because if you're sweating and then you have all that mop in your face at the same time, it is not realistic. And I, I could go on and on about how much <laughs> it angers me. Maybe because I don't have good hair. <laughs> well, I, uh, I don't have any hair, so you, used, you've got yeah, me I used beat. to not have hair myself. So, yeah, I, I don't get the hair. Even if I did have luxurious hair, I would probably cut it off because it would drive me crazy so, so why do they not pull their hair back is it just more dramatic looking oh, to see I, I flowing hair because thor until thor got a haircut he never pulled his hair back either oh, neither yeah. did jason momoa and never pulled his back so. i mean if we're honest it's the, it's this sex factor yeah I, you know they look so beautiful and and that's too bad i mean they're still beautiful when their hair is pulled back yeah make no mistake if we <laughs> see a picture of them casually snapped as, as who they really are and their hair is pulled back we're still going to think they're beautiful yeah. so i Go ahead yeah, and pull no it back. No patience with that. Yeah, <laughs> get it out of your face. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, again at CinemaCon, uh, attendees were treated to their first uh, sneak peek at the upcoming movie uh, from M Night Shyamalan, Glass, uh, yes. which reteams Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, James McAvoy. The uh, the movie that ties together two movies we didn't know needed to be tied together until the final thirty seconds. That I last know. shot of Split, uh, but it's bringing together Unbreakable and Split. What do you think about? Uh, glass i'm excited i'm excited about that um i we have a film club here and there was a little side discussion going on in the group about how they're over m night Shyamalan after the village or whatever right. i disagree i mean i i have found all of his movies to be pretty good Watchable, thrillers i think else, he yeah, yeah he, he maintained that ability to kind of stay on the edge of your seat so this to me is it, and i'm not even a horror movie or thriller type genre fan but i'm ready yeah. I, I cannot wait to see where it goes i was just re-watching uh, some of those trailers earlier mm -hmm. and thinking yes bring it <laughs> see what you got absolutely it's one of those comic book movies that's it's almost a little bit meta because of yeah. him running the comic shop and being the evil villain yep. uh Finally, the last bit of headline news uh, before we talk about this week's big headline. Uh, Deadline's reporting that Harrison Ford is, for the first time, going to be lending his voice to an animated feature. Ford's going to be starring in The Secret Life of Pets 2. My question for you is, Harrison Ford, what kind of pet do you want him to be? If he was going to be a pet, it doesn't have to be a dog or a cat. It can be specific. It can be general. What kind of pet would Harrison Ford be? So this is maybe the second hardest question I've <laughs> ever had in my life after what's your you favorite food. You never would have thought you would have got right. <laughs> what kind of pet should I know. You, you can only rehearse and prepare so much. So, you know, I, he's otherworldly. He's, he's greater than any, any one thing. He's like the unicorn of pets. <laughs> so if there was like a cross between a unicorn, like a manly unicorn. <laughs> a uh, manicorn. Yeah, a manicorn. I feel like that's a pet I would want. Yeah. I mean, like if if we're just going any pet, because you can't you can't pigeonhole him, man. He's he's a more than anything, any one thing. I th what I would love to see them do, and I know they won't because they're not going to pay Harrison Ford money to do this. But mm. he almost needs to be like a hamster with something in his mouth the whole time and just let him mumble and yeah. never let him articulate a word clearly. Just let him do the Harrison I Ford mumble. I thought of that mumble. too, like just make <laughs> it just comedic yeah. and. Yeah, it's it just makes my brain come to a, like full stop. <laughs> All right, well, this week's big news. This is day number three of our Avengers week, and I've heard a rumor that there's a Avengers film coming out this weekend. <laughs> I heard that too. <laughs> uh, crazy kind of business already. Uh, you know, Black Panther broke the 
pre-sale numbers for tickets sold before uh, the film, the 24-hour record. They set it. When Avengers pre-sale started, it took them six hours to break that record. This is going to be a huge film. Uh, What are your thoughts? What do you hope this does? What do you hope to see on the film? Other than somebody putting their hair back. (laughs) Right. Pull your hair back. Uh, So, yeah, this for me is like the ultimate geek out moment. Um, As a Marvel fan, you know, decades Marvel fan, um, it's everything I could have hoped and then some. Uh, oh, like so have you seen it? No. Oh. No, like just the <laughs> idea of it. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. And even we've even got, uh, we're putting up these no spoilers. Like right. Like says no spoilers. Yep. Um, but it, I think it's going to be one of those things that I'll have to watch multiple times just because I'm afraid that my brain is just going to explode with all the greatness. And I, I am very cautious when it comes to alleged blockbuster status films but and this is one of those cases where i'm like no if anything we're underselling the hype yeah it's that that cast and all of those different uh, the possibilities how you can just play off of all these these actors and the characters that they've built over the years then you can the the comedic timing too i (laughs) love the level of comedy the you know thor ragnarok i was kind of disillusioned with thor after the second one and and they're just bringing it harder and harder, and you just wonder how long can this keep up? Like it how? felt like with Guardians of the Galaxy, they allowed them to be funny finally, and so Star-Lord, since then yeah. they did that with the Thor Ragnarok and then Guardians yes. of the Galaxy too. So yes. yeah, that is, yeah. and even Spider-Man, it's, it was you know allowing them to be funny with these films. Uh, yeah, everything, everyone who's seen it has said that this is, and the the cultural touchstone thereby goes back to is that this is. Marvel's Empire Strikes Back. This is yeah. the movie that is you walk in expecting one thing, you come out with something totally different. Don't ex- you know, don't expect everything to be hunky dory at the end, you know, but it's uh it has not gotten uh I've not seen a bad word about it from those yeah. that have seen it. Same, I haven't either. And I really as much as I really want to see it, I have not seen it yet. And it, but this is one of those things where I would lie to my family and sneak out <laughs> and see it and just to see it um and it's almost like i don't even think i want to see it with anybody else because i don't want to have to worry about what they're thinking or any of their needs (laughs) because i need to be fully wrapped you know where the bathroom is go on your own don't don't bother me about it yeah yeah excited all right well let me ask you uh along those lines with avengers and thin we've um we've been doing a avengers theme stuff all week we you know talked about on Tuesday, um, we talked about the home video piece, and we yes. kind of ranked the movies and which ones are kind of essential. If, you've, if you're trying to put this together before you go see it, which four or five movies do you need to pull out? Um, yesterday, we were at Vintage Stock, and we talked Avengers, and we talked comics specifically. Um, and each time, we've always uh, reiterated and hit on our social media poll, which is up this week on Twitter and Facebook, which is of the Marvel Cinematic on-screen Avengers that we've had over the 18 movies or so, who is your favorite Avenger? Oh, gosh. Yeah, there's only 150 to choose from, <laughs> so I you got to narrow it down. Oh, I know. So this is one of those things where nostalgia is not going to win. Um, <laughs> once I saw Guardians of the Galaxy and Star-Lord, uh, I... I it's hard for me to see any other character really the same way. Maybe because it's the Walkman and the stubbornness and the fact that he is the not superhero mold at all. But that's that's my go-to every time. Uh, 
they introduced that character so well with that I opening know. sequence with the dance and just completely change the what you thought you were going to sit down exactly, for when you sat down at the exactly. theater. Exactly, and you can't even. I've never met a single person who's like, eh, he's overrated. I mean, because yeah. and Chris Pratt just is perfect, perfect in that role. Everything about it, I love. And I just as soon as like, you know, it's like this goosebump moment. The whole trailer, no matter you know the extended any of them. But then the second he's on the screen, you're just—it's just pure delight. You can't help but smile yeah, when I know. he's explaining to them about. Right. I've got a better plan, or I'll yeah. make up something on the way. Yeah. And yeah. That is just such a perfect <laughs> little blurb to throw in for him. Absolutely. Well, uh, folks, gonna of course uh, vote in the social media poll. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at PGTC Podcast or on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. Before we get out of here, I want to ask what you guys have going on. I know you've put together a special menu, Avengers-themed menu, but yes. before I go there, I saw the other day that you guys have put together a vegan menu. Yes. Is that correct? Or you have a menu with vegan items on We them? have a dedicated vegan menu. Wow. Uh, and that came about because there were a couple of us that just saw a need. My sister's vegan. Mm -hmm. uh, so when I was training in Austin, I noticed that they had vegan options. And then I came back here and asked what we had. And they're really just, you know, it was scattershot. We had the buffalo cauliflower. We had a vegan right. ranch. Um, and so then our GM, Jacob, started the first of the year. And came, he also comes from a vegan background. So we were talking about it a lot. And I said, I think that you guys don't really understand the, the need for something like that in Springfield. We're, you know, good side, third biggest city in the, the state. So we have a vegan, dedicated vegan population. And... I said, if you just, you don't even necessarily have to change the menu. Just talk about what we do have. Mm -hmm. And, but in those conversations, we decided we would offer a dedicated vegan menu. And the response has been overwhelming. And I, as you know, we knew it would be. And I'm just thrilled because when my sister comes to visit, we're like, okay, this place has this one thing, but that's <laughs> right. what you always have to yeah. get. You can always and get so that sandwich here or this soup there, yeah. but you can't get them together in I, one spot. I know. And then it's the question of, is it prepared near, you know, non-vegan right. items? Is it on the same grill? Is it in the same fryer? So we can lay all those things to rest because everything has its own, you know, dedicated preparation area. Nothing overlaps. Our head chef, Jeremy, our kitchen manager, he is just the exact kind of person. I'm not going to say Gordon Ramsay-esque <laughs> because he's nicer than that. But right. he, he wants things a certain way, and he wants to, the integrity preserved at all costs. So I'm excited that, you know, knowing from the, the back end in the kitchen and then seeing it on the menu, I know that those foods have not touched anything that right. would compromise. No, that's great. I've Personally, I've just I've kind of been getting away, moving towards, yeah, I should probably eat less of this and less of that, but – even in uh, so like about 12 days ago, a week ago Monday, I decided, okay, I'm I'm not ethically vegan, and I'll right. still eat stuff, and but even then, just trying to focus more on being healthier, and I've noticed a huge impact in number one, my weight, <laughs> uh, you know, that my blood pressure is lower, I feel better, and so the fact that you guys can offer that when, it, like you said, you can't get that anywhere else around here, even if you go to whatever pick your restaurant in town the fact that you can come here and have a, a vegan menu that you don't have to worry about or think about you can trust it i 
I I am thrilled. <laughs> I think that's great. I look forward to yes. sampling it shortly. And I'm a you know I'm a big carnivore, but I'm telling you I have that Beyond Meat uh, vegan cheeseburger, uh-huh. and we have it with the teas cheese, yeah. and that is um that is a <laughs> hardcore rival to cheese. Yeah, that is delicious. And so I've had it twice this week, <laughs> and I may not even go back to the regular burger <laughs> yeah. here because it is it's that good. Well, tell me a little bit about what you have uh, the Avengers uh, menu that you guys have put together. Okay, so we have, you know, it's it's heavily Hulk. We have, like, the, the Hulk smash burger, the uh-huh. avocado. We have a, a Hulk uh, drink that is is very heavy-handed. It's it's an alcoholic drink. Um, then we have, my favorite thing is the uh, I Am Fruit shake. <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to are they all tree it, fruits, or are there some berries in there as well? There's some berries, okay. yeah. So it's, it's not, not all just, trees. It's not just trees. Yeah, that's something that we we brought in for Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and it was so overwhelmingly pop because it's delicious. I mean, right. that's why it's popular. Yeah. And then uh, we had we had a best of 2017 like Olympic medal winning menu at the end of the year that we brought in for a uh, um, Tanya Harding movie. Oh, uh, I Tanya. I Tanya. Yeah. Yes. And uh, again, met overwhelmingly with positive reviews and so we're like well we gotta we gotta, gotta bring, bring it back, back again because yeah. <laughs> it's just that good i wish we could keep it on the menu all the time yeah but so yep we've got we've got some good thing you know it's not a huge menu but it's uh it's, well, it's very fun to get you in the mind dedicated and, to yeah. the avengers and then we'll have you know we'll have some de- things for deadpool mm-hmm. and solo I, I get excited about the special menus. I'm gonna I'm gonna be sorry to see uh, Isle of Dogs go. But chicken yakitori <laughs> was amazing. Yeah. So what do you guys have? I know obviously Avengers is front and center, and everybody's preparing for a huge weekend. Um, once we kind of get past that crush of Avengers, let's all catch our breaths. What else do you guys have coming up uh, here at the Alamo Draft House? We've got uh, we got Deadpool, uh-huh. and I'm excited, super excited about that because, you know, it's kind of like Star Wars. How could you not love Deadpool? <laughs> no, I mean, it's a, he's not for everybody, I guess. Yeah. But he, he, you don't ever wonder, what's this guy thinking or what's his motivation? He's very plain spoken. So that will be the 18th. And then shortly after that, I don't even, like not even two weeks later, we've got Solo. Yep. Which, you know, I'm mixed feelings about because he's not Harrison Ford and nobody ever will be. No. But I, you know, I'm going to watch it because yeah. how can he not love Han Solo? Well, it's got Woody Harrelson. So that yeah. kind of takes the yeah, that character, that 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 actor is. Yes. Uh, yeah. If, if you can't get Harrison Ford back in that role, then bring in Woody I as know. a younger version of something. So. Yes. Very good. Uh, can folks still get? Are there a handful of tickets still available this weekend? We have Avengers added or? so many shows that it's basically like an Avengers takeover here. <laughs> so if you want to see something else, maybe we're maybe, not. Maybe you wait a week or we two. We got a couple <laughs> things that, you know, if you want to go sit in a theater by yourself and not watch the Avengers, we got <laughs> stuff for you too. But yeah, we we are going fast and furious. We'll have the some cosplayers here tonight, Springfield Thor and very yeah, good. So yeah, it'll be give a, everybody the experience. The event and your first yeah. showing tonight's at seven. Is that right? Yes. All yes. right. So folks, let us know what you think about the Avengers. If you see it this weekend, uh, give us your thoughts. If you're doing it on social media, please try to avoid the spoilers as much as possible. Your general thoughts are appreciated. Um, and again, we will uh, we'll give you our thoughts on our Saturday wrap-up show. Um, we'll give you our non-spoilery thoughts, and then we will give you very clear. Very ample, you know, this is the part where it gets spoilery. Pause it now and come back after you've seen the movie because we don't want to ruin it for anyone. From what I understand, um, 
nobody wants this ruined because I, I understand there's some good uh, twists and turns along the way. So send us your thoughts about the Avengers or anything else. You can send us your comments, uh, what you think are the top headlines every week. You can email them to us at popgoestheemail at gmail.com. You can send them to us on Facebook at facebook.com slash popgoestheculturepodcast. On Twitter, you can tweet them at pgtcpodcast.com. Links to all that and more on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com. I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today. I love the fact that we can do this on Thursdays yes. here. This is going to be a lot of fun, especially yeah, this excited. summer with so much so much fun movies and stuff coming up uh, down the pike. I'm yep. really looking forward to it. Me too. All right. Well, that's it for today's show. We will catch you guys all again uh, on Saturday. Thanks a lot. Yeah.